Okay, well, this is happening. It's sad to me that women should feel bad about wanting to have a fuckboy. It's, it's like taking the nicest poop you've had and putting it back in. Sit on my face. <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like at all. Okay. <laughs> I may or may not have daddy issues. <laughs> but we have mommy issues. I am a unique man. And I deserve nothing but the best. Oh, hey. Welcome to the Men and Women by Men Who Don't Know Women. I'm Adam. And I am John. Uh, and uh, in this episode is just a little follow-up uh, to uh, my first discussion with John about my previous relationship. I l- haven't listened to this. I don't think I ever listened to this after we recorded it. <laughs> so I'm actually... If you don't hear me on the next episode, it's because I won't stop crying. I'm so nervous to see what's on here. So I hope it's not really bad, and I hope it's interesting. No, it is pretty good. This this one is like the last time Adam told some stories about what happened in this relationship. This time I like pretend to be an amateur psychologist and kind of probe him for what was emotionally going on with him during and after that time but yeah this one's really interesting that this is this was a fun one for me at least um but anyway if you have anything to say about the show about this episode uh please send us an email we're at don't know women at gmail.com follow us on twitter we're at don't know women subscribe to us on itunes please leave us a review or a rating a few people have done that already we're very thankful of that uh we appreciate it very much uh yeah so tune in they're already tuned in oh uh, then I, I love you. I do too. Okay, uh, more. How are you doing since uh, that last one? Uh, good. Um, I don't think I have... Like, so I have guilt, I'd say, about, uh, you know, like, Obviously, like like dishing dirty laundry and things like that. I, you know, I, you I mean like I, talking I about, about her, it, talking about her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't want to. I feel like I put myself in like such like I, I don't want to come off being like, well, she was terrible. You know, like because it's that's wrong too. And I, I mean, I totally fed into a negative environment by just like being a prodding, prodding asshole. Mm. So I think that's where I wanted to say. I wanted to get my piece out there that I was a, like, like to me, like, there was, like, a scab, like, like, wherever there was a scab, I would pick. And that's where I, you know, I, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, at least give her, give her that because that was, a lot of the situations we were in could have totally been less what they were yeah. by me, like, just you know, being fucking rational, you know, because every once in a while like, people are, you know, whatever. Well, well, okay, well, back up for one second. I can see how some people could definitely interpret that uh, that episode as, but again, that's from your perspective. You told the story from your perspective. Yeah, I think, okay, that's, uh, yeah. And so, but, so then that's why we're doing this episode, because mm-hmm. because we want to talk about, that was you talking about, Obje- like what your experience 
in that relationship. But what I don't think um, we got into enough was, uh, like, you know, uh, why you think you were in that situation. And then also we should talk about, like, you know, how you think, uh, like, how you're doing after that now, you know? So, like, yeah, so, you know, you say, like, yeah, you uh, you picked... What do you, so what do you mean by you picked uh, the scabs a little bit? Things that I knew. So when when we were fighting, and I, I mentioned this in in the last one, but when we were fighting, um, I would go to like great lengths to to piss her off. Um, and uh, I mean, I also had like a temper problem with it too. So like, you take uh, I, I I would I would get very upset. When I felt like that there was a, uh, like that something was unjustified. So you'd almost like do things to try to hurt her, almost to like get even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely say things to 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 be, to be nasty. You know. You you know you, you to you, fight to to. You know somebody long enough. You know where the uh. Oh, you know how you to push know the buttons. Every little and, thing, yeah. and you talk about things, and now. That's that's the fucking weird, you know. Oh yeah, that's the rub. That's that's yeah. when it gets ugly. That's when I, you know because you have intimate moments, yeah, and you I, talk I about intimate things, and then when it gets ugly, once those get turned around, ooh, watch out, yeah, yeah, ooh. no, it's do it's, yeah. it's no good, yeah. and uh, I right. definitely, uh, yeah. I'd say I I, I listened, <laughs> I listened a lot during those moments, and uh, because of that, I retained. Uh, some information and was able to, like not anything in 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 particular, but like you know I would I would do that. So I just wanted to get that out uh, prior so, to starting this. Right. No. Yeah. Definitely. So okay. So so uh, so and then now I'll st- I'll do it all over again and then like next episode I'll start off apologizing. <laughs> I swear I didn't I didn't mean to throw her down that yeah. flight of stairs. Welcome to the apology podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> so there, so there's that, and then the other things um, that uh, I don't think we talked about that much was like why you were in that relationship for so long. Like, why did you stay in that relationship for so long? Like, I you said something about obviously it was like your first like real serious relationship. Okay, you so, were really into so her. Here, there here, were some really high moments. So yeah, l- 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 let me. I I don't one hundred percent remember uh, what that, I said. That, in the that's last cool. One. It doesn't matter. So if I start repeating myself, let me know. Whatever. I don't remember this either how, exactly. This is how I told. Yeah, I, I talked about how moving in together started, but I never talked about how we started dating, which is uh, so basically I came back from Austria. I studied abroad my my second to last semester, so it was my uh, fall to winter semester senior year, and then I was gone for over the break, and then part like two weeks of the next semester. So when I got back, uh, my buddies and I like they were all talking about me, and I was the only person from a really small school to study abroad. So I actually came back, and I was like, I feel like a minor celebrity, uh, where like women were finally like attracted to me. Because it was like, whoa. What's Europe like? Yeah, yeah, you're novel. And I felt novel. And it was fucking great. I love to be used. I you're like European. You're like European now. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. I was like a toy. You know, I was, I was Tickle Me Elmo. But I obviously, it, uh, it only lasted this one semester. And uh, <laughs> I hooked up with this girl 
her sophomore year, my junior year. Uh, just made out in a porch. Who's this girl? The girl that I was in the relationship with. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say the name. Dude, this bra. I, I like hooked up with this friggin' bra. Like, we ended chick. up dating for a few years or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I met this coos. We went out and we fucking. <laughs> we had sex in an alley. It was okay. great. So, so yeah, you, you met. Um, yeah, you, okay, you, you met. So, right, yeah, so, so we, we hooked up, uh, like, when we were, you know, a, a year before that. And then just nothing kind of happened. Uh, I think she was, like, in a relationship at that time. And then when I got back, there was, like, a few girls that I've been into that were, like, kind of, like, you know, I was like, oh, this is great. And I, I felt like a, you know, like they said, like a minor celebrity. And then this girl came, and she was, like, oh, she was into me. And I always had a really big crush on her. And we made out. It was, like, a big thing in my mind. So um, the other girls kind of, like, were, like, oh, like, he look at you. You're European. And then, like, we'd hook up. And they would be, like, oh, he's fucking weird. You know, <laughs> I don't like that whole, like, coming in two minutes thing. Uh, so, uh, those things ended, but this one was like, oh, I'll stick around. And I was like, oh, nice. Like this person's sticking around. And, uh, and so like, like she, she would, this is at this point, she would come over, you know, sleep over my plate, like, uh, my dorm once, you know, like, I mean like three times a week or something like that. Mm. And, uh, for like maybe like three or four, four weeks, we were like sleeping over each other's place for like a while. Like we hooked up for a bit and then kind of. It got more relationship. We never talked about it. Then one night, um, I take her to a party. And, uh, you know, I get really drunk. And it was at a buddy's of mine's place. And I pass out. She went home with the dude and fucked him. And the next day, we were supposed to like go. I was going to get fitted for a tux for my senior ball that I was taking her with. And then she, like, wasn't answering my text. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, we had these plans for this. And uh, then the kid that she hooked up with was, like, not a friend of mine, but, like, an acquaintance of mine. And he came up to me and was like, hey, man, like, I didn't know you were kind of, like, seeing her for a little bit. And, uh, like, sorry about that, dude. I feel like a dick. And I was like, yeah, man, no worries. Like, thanks for telling me. And, uh, like, she just, like, never told me. So I was like, all right, well, you know, fuck this girl. There was another girl who wanted to go to senior ball. Uh, that I wasn't like really romantically with, but it was like a friend. And I was like, all right, I'll just take her. And then after the way senior ball works is like the, basically the end of the semester. And now it's summer, uh, but I have like a few days before graduation. So I'm staying out there. Then the girl that I ended up dating uh, texted me being like, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel like I feel terrible. Are you still in Maine? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm still in Maine. She's like, well, can I come by? And I was like, every other girl that was attracted to me that was obviously is now out of the picture. Yeah, please come by. And so I stayed up for an extra week in Maine uh, where my buddies. So I stayed at my buddy's place after they all left and went home. And like they had it for like the summer and I stayed up for like an extra like week or two. Yeah. And then just like saw her every night. But it was like, I ignored every red flag that could have been like a like a red flag my whole like this whole Were thing. there any during that time? Uh I felt like that kind of was. You know? Uh no I mean well right uh what 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 was exactly? Um that that when I I passed out 
she like went home and fucked some dude. Like her well, stuff is still at my place. Well, well, you know what I mean, right? I mean, and, and yeah, we yeah. weren't dating, and, and it's wrong by me to have that thought because we weren't dating, and I had never made it exclusive. So that's shame on a, me on that. That's a we. That's a strange situation. Yeah, but it's it was a bit like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you don't have. A right I know, no, but I also I admit that. that I'm I'm a moody bastard, and that kind of you know. Well, you know, you know, and then and again, some people. Or maybe more emotional about mm-hmm. more emotionally involved in relationships than others. Oh yeah, no, it's I, I, college. I put, yeah, I put all that in. You know, it, it was actually it was, it was more than uh, like like three weeks. Like, like we were, I mean, we, we were we were see each other for a little bit, but never made it exclusive or anything like that. And I was also me, young and naive, like not. I've never experienced that, right. so I also didn't yeah. know. Um, but it was like this, you know. I felt uh, oh. Oh, my ribs are uh, ready. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so it was like it was this young. It was it was me just kind of being a little bitch about it. Uh, but in my head, well, I, not, I, I, not I necessarily. Think, I mean, but but here's like the thing: you, you have your red own flags, reaction yeah, to it. And... Red flags in in only exist in your head. Like not what, necessarily. What, no, but something to you that like may seem like. Okay, that's a bit crazy, but like may also be like endearing to you. Like, p- like people find different things endearing and not endearing. And so like if something in your body is going, hey, this might not work, or like I don't like the way this like I just don't like the way it was treated, you know. Uh, but that was just me, and it was just because like I took this girl to this party. I mean, granted, you know, but it's, no, I, yeah, that's, that's, I, to- I totally and, see but, that. In, but in so, my own head, it was something different. Whatever, it was something. It was it was big in my head. Regardless well, well, of what okay. it was. Where, where I think what, where like the disconnect is, is so that happens and now you, ex- and now that's just like, that's a tough situation to go from that to being in a long-term relationship with this person. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So did, did like, so, so you stayed up for an extra week and hung out with her. That's yep. the beginning. And now you're now... From then on, you're dating. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, and so, I'm still wondering. Like, I'm still curious. So, do the, why is there any other reasons why you stayed with her so long? I may have mentioned it in the last one, but like coming home. So, like when I felt like coming back from Austria, and in Austria, I got uh, I I I hooked up with one. I I had sex with one woman. Um. And, you know, it it wasn't, I think when I went over there, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is like, oh, this is going to be liberating. And I just, I just, you know, was, again, you know, we, when you're in your own head and you're desperate and you fucking make uh, expectations in your head based on like, like movies and fucking whatever the hell you're doing. Or seeing like other people and like, or the idealized, or, like, the, like I, yeah. externalized yeah. lives of other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when everybody else was in the same situation too, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but you don't see it, you don't see the trees, the forest, but it's the, the idea is that when I came back to school, it was great. And then it was so fleeting cause I was graduating and it was the end. And it was like my first time like ever being like, wow, like this is what like, you know, having confidence, it gets you. And then I moved back to a place where I had no confidence. I, I, I had the same friends that I've always had, and I was always kind of an outcast. Uh, 
not out of lack of trying not to be. Um, so I think in my head, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going back to this. this is terrible. But I have this one girl that's fucking hot as shit. And she likes me. And I want to hold on to that. And like part of it is a little bit of a trophy. Uh, I think, but for I, that, I wanted for to the, have it for that long. Uh, no, I think once we were living together, um, yeah, yeah, even yeah. not living together, fuck, I didn't want to have a bad conversation. I see the same fucking problems happening in my real life right now. But we we are having an issue with a with an old roommate in a security deposit, and basically what it all comes down to is every single person involved didn't want to have a mildly awkward conversation with anyone. Yep. So everyone kind of ignored the problem and hoped it went away until people had to do something about it. That's And then it becomes a bigger issue, dude. People, yeah. And, that, and that's the reason, a big reason I stayed avoids. in that relationship. I was fucking, fuck, I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel rejected. I don't want to, Anytime, even if you're in a shitty relationship where you go to your friends and you go, I'm in a shitty relationship, which I was okay. in. So, so let me ask you this. Do you think, did you have the feeling that like, if this relationship ended, you're not going to be able to. Uh, oh, it, it, in my mind, there was, was there, there like, was no way I was, was going like, to uh, at the end of this relationship. You're going to be alone and lonely. Was, do you know what I'm saying? Like, is was that the was that the thought? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely. I, I, I would be alone and lonely, alone and lonely. Yeah, of course. Um but I, I well, there, well, there's alone and, part and not of me, lonely, and then there's alone and lonely. Part of me was like, like nobody prettier than this person. Like I can never get better than this person, and I was weighing better in my mind as attractiveness instead of better for me. Um, and not saying that I do that now. I'm still very attracted to things that attract me, and so like better for me doesn't necessarily play the role. I'm you know, but I'm trying to learn that a little more. Is that when when in your head you go, okay, nobody better than her is going to like me. And I really thought that. And it better in my mind was attractive. She was so hot that it was like in my head, I'm never going to get anybody this, like, this attractive. But at the same time, I was in love with her. I was in love with the idea of her. I was in love with the thought of having someone around all the time. The codependency of her. I, I, was, I was in love with the, the dependency she had on me. Oh, oh yeah! I was in love with all of that. All right, hold on. All right, so, uh, um, well, yeah, let's get into that. Then, then we'll go back a second. Uh, one other thing you, I, I remember you had said in the other episode was when um, she told you she had been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. You, uh, I, 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 I'm paraphrasing, so like I'm not trying to like put words in your yeah, mouth, yeah, yeah. but it was something like uh, you were like, "Oh, you know that's great. I'm so proud of you for doing that. Like we can like totally work on that." And then I, I listened back to that. I'm thinking like, "Why is it we can work? Like why are you a part of that?" Because um, maybe this stems. <sighs> what do okay. you know? What do you know? About helping anybody deal with borderline personality disorder, um, I'm not saying maybe you do. Maybe you know something about. It. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not accusing you. I'm just. Uh, that was. That was a very accusatory tone. No. 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 That's no, a question. No, no, that's a question. Yeah. That's a fucking. <laughs> no. It's a great goddamn question. A part of it goes to um, a, a thing I have in my. I can sit here and trace it back to something, but I don't know if that's what the something is. Okay. Uh, but 
for fucking discussion's sake, let's say that could potentially come from a, me having um, like a father who's sick at home and feeling a responsibility as a child to do things and to kind of like be the person to step up and do things and not wanting my mom to do things because seeing how hard she worked. And great, she did everything for me. She still does. She's the fucking – I do nothing. I, I, I have this facade that I can do things, but I can't. I'm like if when Marlon's yelling at Nemo and being like, you can't do those things, but Nemo really can. It's like Nemo can't. And then he just gets eaten by a shark and dies. And like that's that's <laughs> oh that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think if I were to trace something back to that, it would be that wanting to help and and feeling the responsibility to help, and then finding somebody that I I could work on helping, but also somebody that can help me. And like chaos is something I think I love. I think having none of it. How could how is she helping you? Feel. Like I was doing something. Everybody wants to be needed. Everybody needs to feel like they're needed. And I think I went so long without having a relationship with somebody that I desperately craved being needed. Um, and I think uh, she felt needed too because I was also like, I mean, God, you listen to me talk. I found I'm, I'm unstable, you know? I'm not like, Brr, but like, you know, I, I need a hug. If I got a hug every night, I'd feel way better. You know what I mean? So... Dude, all you gotta do is ask, man. I'm here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to have to ask. If you just inti- if you just intuitively oh knew I needed God. a hug, then this would be different. Uh, and but- that's the problem. All right, this is the fucking problem with uh, male. You know, like fucking men can't express emotions. Like we can't even express these emotions to each other. To each other. Yeah, without without In being super silly. Or like being ridiculous. It's it's in, and right now we're in literally a four by four room in our house. Yeah. I don't even know. There's no safer space than this. We're like we're basically in the panic room of yeah. our apartment. <laughs> this is insane. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I I think probably it came from there. It came from when you think relationships are something, especially like you know I I, uh, I lost my virginity in my senior my senior uh, my uh, sophomore year of college. Um, I was 18 at the time, because uh, I'm smart. No, it's but uh, <laughs> it's 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 um, it was something that I think I held on to other things. I put losing my virginity on this pedestal, and then I, and then I put. I mean, obviously, to quote, like you know, you're putting on a pedestal and, and 40 year old virgin, but like I raised the like the idea of a relationship, seeing people and like oh, like watching like if you watched a friend. And like they have a girl that is like fucking like lugging like loving them, like just like wanting to hold their hand. It's like oh my god, I want someone to hold my hand. Like I don't want someone to hold my hand like that that like has to love me. You know, like my mom, she's forced to love me. Like not even if she didn't love me biologically, she'd have there's to just, love me. Yeah, there's just chemical shit yeah, going on chemi- in her brain yeah. that makes her love you. Yeah, and like, yeah. Once you learn that, you're like, oh, yeah. man, all the mystique is gone. Yeah, and she'd totally hold my hand. Yeah, you, know? you don't actually love me. Yeah. You're just, you're just, you're you're chemically... just programmed to love me. Yeah. You, you, you bitch. <laughs> 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 uh, no. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think the idea of having that is fucking... It, it haunted me. It was like... That was a thing where you'd wake up and you'd be like, oh, I want that. I want that. And I want sex. And I don't 
understand what sex is. Now I like now I have like a lower sex drive than I did then, and now it's like I have sex once, and it's like, and like if if, if like my girlfriend wants to go again, I have to be like, oh, hold on, like can we can we snuggle? <laughs> can we just snuggle? Like it's ridiculous. The lack of sex education we received as fucking adolescents is ridiculous. You know what I mean? My, like, that's it. You're like you want all these things so bad because all you know are your ideas of what you see. Like you said it before yeah. in movies, in what you see around you. There's like the cool guy at school who's who's got his arm around the who's you know who's they got their hands in each other's pockets and shit. Yeah, and, and it's you're the like, girl oh, that man, you I want. want her hand in yeah. my pocket. Yeah, you I know? want her. And it's I don't even know half the things about these girls. But like, honestly. Like, think of okay. So the, there's the girls that were hot in like like in your high school or your elementary school or your you know not now. I wouldn't look at them and be like that's a hot girl. No, but like when you were that age, like you're like that's the hottest girl in the fucking world. Right. Those girls that were like super hot when you were younger. Like I don't think about them. But like in my head, every once in a while, like I'll think about the girl I had a super crush on, in like eighth grade, and be like, "Oh man, that girl's great." Like I wonder what she's doing. Like I wonder what. <laughs> yeah. If now, if like her then and me now, it's fucking weird though. But like, but like it's you, weird. it's like you with your. Per- you want to be like you want to have like your wit now, but like in the body and oh. age of yourself then. No fuck age. <laughs> <laughs> I just want myself in the body. No, I... <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, it, just to, to bring it back to where it was. Um, so I think, I think I I desperately wanted somebody who needed somebody. I needed somebody, and I needed somebody who needed somebody. Well, hold on. Let me let me finish this point I was okay. thinking before then yep. for a second. Then, then then we'll go back to this. The fucking dude. Imagine if they just taught. Like about relationships, not just sex education, not just the penis is about five to six inches long and the vagina is about five to six inches long or inches deep, you know, whatever. And then, the, you know, they do they give you these stupid, shitty facts about about sex. I, I learned to give you nothing about relationships, no like real Oh they, yeah, they don't tell you anything. Applicable. It's all this textbook bullshit. It's like okay, you go from math and learning long division to just learning about peepees and vajayjays, and like you giggle and write uh, stupid fucking jokes and the well, question yeah. and like the anonymous questions. They, they they teach you how to be responsible in a fucking really shitty like always wear a condom and this is what like what, what they should be is like don't be a fucking asshole. Like, hey, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're in a relationship with them. And if you don't want to be in a relationship with them, this is what you can tell them because you probably won't know how to tell them it. And if you teach people how to break up with somebody nicely, like appropriately, that would solve fucking – oh, my God. Think of all the murders that would solve if men and women knew how to break up with each other correctly. Not just like, well, I'll just cheat on her, and when she finds out, she'll know I don't like her. Or like, I'll just, you know, stop talking to this person. I'll stop talking to her. And then she's like, oh, I wonder why she's being a crazy bitch. (laughs) It's like, what, did you fucking infiltrate her life? Like somebody that wanted to be there? 
and then when you were like, no, I'm done, you just fucking left? And that's not how fucking relationships work. Just because you're done, if you install a relationship with somebody, you have to bail out of it correctly. Otherwise, you're causing a lot more damage as a chain reaction to somebody else causing... People don't know how to do anything. Is that, is that what you're talking about, teaching about relationships? Pretty much. I mean, I, I, I would go, I would go like, it's like a succession of, you know, as you get older, they're teaching you more intricate, more complicated things about relationships. Like, there are people that engage in polyamorous relationships. There are people that agree to that they're, that they're married, but they also date other people or they bring other people into the relationship sometimes. And there's like... Because there's and and I mean it's like I feel like th- and again it's like you, you'd have to probably wait well, till late on. high school to bring yeah. in those kind of concepts. But 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 marriage is between a man and a woman, and it's the right by God. So everything you're saying shouldn't be taught. Right. This is the problem. This is the problem. Yeah. That's the reason why. But that's the reason you understand. That's the reason why your sex ed, which is great, which would never, I, it I will know never that. exist. I, I know that it would never because exist it's because the same of that, reason yes. why evolution is still being fought to being taught. You know well, what yeah, I mean? it's why fucking creationism is taught. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that, that's a related but separate. Uh, let's not go sex down that. Sex is a thing that can hole. only happen between but a can, married can, man can, and a married woman. All right, so so okay, I'm sorry. So that that's 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 my that's my sex education utopia in a nutshell. Whatever. Uh, dare to dream. Aside from so, that. yeah. Uh, you want you needed somebody who needed you. Yeah, and, and not, not, not necessarily saying. me. Needed somebody. Uh, and do you? Because I was not perfect for her. If she needed me, that'd be different. I, I was not the person she needed. Do you think it also had something? And she to was do... the person I needed. And and I'm just like because I I know the way I felt during that time was like, man. Starting the adult life is so terrifying that it's like, man, I just don't want to like. Or this is the way I feel. I felt at least. I felt like there were like certain expectations I had to meet, or there was like a certain life I had to live. Now, yep, that was that, that was that, that was very much like that. I and needed it's like, to man, have. I don't want like that. The relationship not gonna fulfill me. Oh well, see, I actually, I think I kind of fell into that. I think I was like, well, this is time. We're like, next, you know. I don't know as much of the pressure of of graduating was the issue. I think it was the pressure of going back to nothing. Going back to, like, literally I had no job prospects. I got out of college being like, I don't actually know what I want to do. I went in international business. I kind of came up being like, maybe I want to be a teacher. Like, I, it was like, that was like an early thought of mine. It's like, I, I, what what am I doing? Like, why... And it was like, this is something that's good. Like, I, I want to hang on to the, the relationship will help me. I'll find guidance in this. Because everybody has the wife. Then they get, you know, they have the job. They have the kids. I mean, like, in an I, in a, maybe it wasn't, it wasn't going through my head. But, like, if I look back on it now, maybe that was the thought of my, like, if I find, if I at least have this, I have one of the five things you need for a recipe. You know, I need a picket fence, I need a dog, a wife, a job, and like fucking milkman. I don't know what the fifth one is. And then but, I'm like a real person. Then I'm like a complete uh, then, person. Then I'm, then I'm a person. Oh, I don't have any of those other things. But I got, I got the girlfriend. I'm like, that's like, let's make this serious. Like, <laughs> let's make this serious. You know, like that was the idea. It was like, let's, I, I think. If I were to, I don't know, I guess. 
it's hard to say. It's hard to judge one way or the other. But uh, you know, because you can't you can't feel what you felt before. But it doesn't mean that didn't exist and fucking drive your whole thoughts. So it's trying to go back and be like, well, I think well, I was feeling this way because you always have hindsight. If you always have hindsight, you can never be fully empathetic in the past. And also, like, you go back and you create a story of, uh, of like, what happened in the past. Do you know what I mean? You, like, create that narrative so that you can wrap your head around it and, like, figure out, like, okay, this is the story of, like, my life and where I've been. And now I can move forward on that. A lot of times people rationalize. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I look back on it now, and and to be honest, I wasn't listening to what you were saying because only one of my headphones is working now. Um, but uh, maybe the other one's working. I took it off. But, um, is that better? No, nah, nah, I can't tell. But regardless, um, if what you were saying is that re- – re- repeat it. I, 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 now I don't remember. I got caught up in headphones. <sighs> Fuck, I did too. Um, if what you were saying, I, I was hanging on to it uh, just to, like, just to have it. Is that what you're saying? That, that it was, that I was using it as like a. I think I was using it as a crutch. I think I I wanted to come back, and, and and part of me wanted to come back and have the hot girlfriend. Like I wanted to have the hot girlfriend because you like felt like you were like a loser. Yeah, I felt like fucking yeah. And now you want to come back with a hot girlfriend. I I judged myself on that over anything else. And then you don't want people to be like, "Hey, how how's the girlfriend doing?" Like, "Oh, we're not together anymore. I'm not seeing anybody." Yeah, then what am I gonna do? Bring a fucking bring the next girl over and have her be like half of what that was. And granted, she's not even that attractive in my head. Like it was. I mean, fuck that. She's very attractive. I don't want to, you know. Whatever. But, uh, you know, what I now know is like, you always look in hindsight and you go like, oh, like, oh, I can, oh, I've, I've, I've done that before. Oh, now, now I can do that. And you have the confidence to do it. But like, man, when you're, when you're in it and this is my first real relationship and this is, I mean, I always, I, 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 again, I came quickly. So like having somebody who accepted me to do that, like the first time every time is like wow like this is the one this is the one because since she wasn't the other three so there was like shame oh a huge amount of shame yeah yeah so you felt like so like sexual shame there uh sexual shame um i'd say um kind of like physical shame uh just to my like it's Think of think of all of the things you know. If you're, if you, it was it was a masculine. It was like it was yeah. like a masculinity. Yeah, my first relation, my first relationship was at 21, and as a person who's like always kind of, I don't want to, you know, I, I may not have like had a, a a higher IQ than anybody, but I've always felt more f- sensitive than everybody, and. uh being a really overly sensitive person and taking it that long. And granted, there's been people who go longer, and I understand it's not that long, but, like, man, it made an albatross. You know, it really did. And conquering that albatross was like, I am the king of the fucking world. And this is the, like, and this is, this is my noble queen. 
You know, it's it 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 ended up being this huge thing, which really was, you know. But like in my head, I built it up as this. So that's like, I feel like that's per, that's that's kind of like having a fairly low, like value, like sense of self worth. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a very low sense of, because because as like, as as that age, I mean. And and um, I I'd imagine a lot of other people feel this way is that oh yeah at that age that you judge yourself worth on how other people judge you, and if there there's a uh, a man or a woman that you're in love with and uh, in love with if you're a man or woman that you're infatuated with because I think that's what it was it was infatuation over love, um, I loved the feelings, um. But the infatuation of that was, I think, the biggest thing to it. So I, I think that that infatuation was the the, the problem, um, and that you end up uh, just kind of like, I don't know, holding on to holding on to things because you, when you look at other people, you're constantly judging yourself and you're putting yourself down if you're not happy where you are. And I think people judge happiness, or men, men definitely do. Um, because from what I've talked to from other people and what I've experienced and, and shared, uh, growing up with people who not necessarily got, you know, a lot of attraction from women kind of feel that way. Uh, and I'm sure women feel that same way too. I yeah, just don't, I don't hundred percent know. I, I think a lot of how women, the, yeah. women do too, dude, especially now with social media and everybody, I oh, mean, it's like, but it's, it's bully central. It's I, anonymous. It's fucking shitty. It's yeah. cyber shit. I know this is like a trendy topic, but it is true that like the, the idea of everybody presenting their lives like they're this perfect thing on social media, always like putting up the highlight reel, like it's the normal of like, like it's the normal moments yeah. of their life. Um, creates that where you can go and look online at what other people are doing and just get really down. Yeah, at, yeah. at yourself. Yeah, yeah. You you look at somebody's Facebook and you go, oh, all they do is um, uh, you know, go out and get drunk, uh, and then go and do yoga. <laughs> they have like a really cool life. How do they? Yeah, how do they do? You know, and then how do they oh, even man, make money for yoga classes or like getting they have drunk? An awesome job too. Look, they're going out for drinks with their coworkers too. Yeah, it's 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 insane. They're eating really cool looking brunch food. Yeah, once every <laughs> f- like four months, <laughs> right. you know. But when you go through, when you scroll through people's timelines, I mean, that's what sticks. But that's what that's what sticks to your head when you hear of other things and and like when you when you see things and you're like. I want to be that person. I want to think, and so I, I think that's that's where I think a lot of it was. I think a lot of it was wanting to be somebody I'm not, wanting to be cool, wanting to be accepted, wanting to have, you know, the kind of the American dream. The I wanted perfection. I wanted happiness. You know, to go back to an earlier discussion, yeah, I wanted that, and but it, but you wanted happiness, but at the same time. You remained in a relationship that was re- that was abusive. Yeah, but uh, to me, I I I mean, maturity is cool, but I would lie to you if I didn't fall victim to all the childish shit I do, and all the childish shit I think, and all the childish shit I've done. All of those, you you can become mature. You can experience a bunch of things. But you have to, at the end of the day, realize that your formative years were childish. I, do you think it was about as much of a maturity issue 
as it is actually back to like feeling like you actually don't have much like having a low sense of self-worth and saying, well, this is the best I can do. So how can I be as happy as possible in this situation? I have this. I don't know if I could get anything better. So a lot. A lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's actually as much of a maturity thing as it is like you're saying, like, you know, you're so you're so happy to have this thing. But, but it's like. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's it's fucking weird to hear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't mean until, yeah no, you know, no, no, it's, 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 that's, that's, no. It's going it's too true. deep here. So 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 the, <laughs> but it's, it's funny because the way I was using maturity was was saying that like you experience something and then you learn from it. But I clearly experienced something and I learned something, but I never actually changed my actions, which is what maturity is. Maturity is going, oh God, I put all my self uh, my self self worth in this person. It turned out to bite me in the ass. I'm gonna be much more weary of putting self worth in in other people, or I'm gonna put myself worth myself instead of investing into somebody else because the better I am, like the more like like I need to start investing in myself. I realize that I had shitty self worth, and now I still have shitty self worth. <laughs> worth. But do you think that's because you were in a relationship with somebody who didn't actually build you up, who didn't actually <sighs> build up your self worth? You thought maybe they i wanted it to and i needed it to i didn't need it to because it's hard to say you you need something i don't know if i need it that's weird because i still may need something to no i think i yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with saying you needed somebody else to build you up i don't think there's anything wrong with that um i think needed because like you can like i could have potentially built myself up without another person so I think needed is the right, but regardless of fucking semantics of between sometimes, needed and wanted. Sometimes you need other people's help. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you like do. like you do, like not me though. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you need other people's yeah, help. You, the royal but you, not me. the royal you, as in me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I I thought, and I put my eggs in one basket. I put all of them in, and. You know, getting hurt is hard, and it's hard when you form yourself. That's my second rib alarm. I've I've gone through. I have no. That's these fine. ribs are they burned can, to shit. No, nah, they, they they'll go nice and slow. Yeah, they'll turn nice them down the time. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I put myself worth. Yeah, I I put all my eggs in a basket to somebody that would try to help me, and they didn't try to help me. But it's not her responsibility to try to help me, and I didn't ever articulate it. And I think that's the biggest thing to this is like, but, but you go, but, but so, so how does that tie into then you getting into a situation where like you felt like she didn't have any friends around. So you're like, okay, I feel like, you know, you, you gotta like hang out with her. You feel like responsibility, like, you know, you brought me down here. She's telling you like, you brought me down here, well, this I, and that, you I, I know, think, I think that comes over a period of time of. Of of spending time with somebody when you when you kind of realize that they're like, you know, someone realizing they have no friends is not 
an immediate reaction. Like it is when you go to a new place and you're like, oh, this is totally foreign. But you know, she was moving from a, a a place in Maine to a place in Boston, which is not foreign. And then she also went to college, so like, there's people around in the area that she knows that she's friends with via college. So I think that was an issue where it was like via college friends, where it's like college friends uh, can sometimes be your best friends, and they can be forever, just like high school friends, like any friends. Or they could be people that just are in your life for a little bit because of circumstances, and then are out of right, it. But why is, that your, cool. why is that then your responsibility? Well, because when when she was down here, she had friends. Like, originally when she was going to move down here, she's like, well, I have these friends. I have these things where it's going to be fine. And then it was like, well, these friends are not really my friends. They're like, high, like college friends. But how is that your responsibility? Because I'm living with her. And, and, and I... But you're living with her care about her and i love her i i i, I i'm saying those that are, those are yeah ah, I, I, i'm saying yes. that at the time yes at the yep, time uh-huh. yep, if I'm, you with were, you. I'm with you you're you're interviewing adam at the yep. time of moving in right in that situation yep. because i care about her and i love her hmm but it's weird do i know that like, like what's the definition like like i i do you actually care about her and love her, or do to you me, just yeah, yeah. do you just care about and love the idea of what she is in your life? Yeah, the, 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 and I'm not, the idea. The, you know, I'm, on, just, on. I'm just trying to ask questions. I'm not trying to like. I don't know I, the I, answer I, to I, any I of this. I truly believe this. I truly, I truly believe if you spend enough time with somebody, you will love them, and you will hate them. If you spend enough time with somebody, <laughs> you will love them, and you will hate them. Uh, and I think that's a fucking animalistic instinct where you become attached to them, but you hate everything about them. Yeah. And um, maybe part of that is, you know, not being in a very loving household, but fuck a loving household. If there's, bunch, if there's two people that have been together for 50 years and they still, like, hold hands, I'm fucking worried about them. There's something clinically wrong with them. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think... It's just a it's a it's a weird thing to 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 define your love for somebody. And like I think I I think I loved a lot of what she represented. And I think I loved some of her. I, I, I think I loved more of what she represented than than her. Okay. I mean again that's that's and hard I think, that, that's I, hard I, to... And I and I think she probably loved more of what I represented than me. And I'm sure that's, I think that's pretty common for youth, youthful relationships, you know? People like, don't know what the fuck they're, so especially people that, you know, we, you don't know like, what the fuck you're doing. Any two people who are under the age of 23 who are willing to move in with each other that are romantically involved should not be allowed to move in with each other. <laughs> And should be like given like the moment you go like okay I'd like to sign for this lease, they go okay, here's a therapist. Talk to them, like we'll give you this lease in three months, but just go to this therapist once a month. I mean once a week for three months, and if you still want this, then this lease is yours. But the fact is we don't have a system like that. We go you're eighteen. Fuck you. You're on your own. I mean, granted, if you have great parents, which like some of us did. I mean, I, 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 
oh my god, my mom, my mom has fucking been incredible. But if if you don't have a great parent, you, at eighteen it's fuck you, and now you go, oh, what I got to do? Ah, oh, you fall into the same traps or very similar traps of like, oh well, what do you do? Well, every TV show, every book, every article of media, any anything I've ever seen in my life shows that you find a romantic partner, you settle down with them, you move in, <laughs> you have a child. It's the most irresponsible uh, fucking thing you could yep. do. It's insane. It's so irresponsible. It's irresponsible to move in with each other that young. Some people are in love that young. They shouldn't move in because if they ever want to stay in love, (laughs) you don't do it at a point where you're fucking building your own lives. Yeah, at that age, yeah, probably. Yeah, you have to fucking. You have to come. Yeah, some people are more mature. I understand. And guess what? My new system uh, will work out just fine for you. You'll go through the three the three month uh, psychiatric period, (laughs) and then you're good. You know, it's probationary. It's like starting a new job. Then you oh look okay you pass this three month period you got health insurance now good job. That's what it is. I'm sure everybody wants you structuring uh, the progression of their next relationship. Yeah, you, after you're this. Planning out like, here, yeah, you're, here's how you run a successful relationship yeah. by Adam. I have like three months of a successful, rela- <laughs> su- 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 successful relationship under my belt. I have like three months of a successful relationship under my belt. <laughs> like that's my longest I'm running yeah. so far. So, uh, sorry. Yeah, let's 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 dial it back uh, for a second. So, so you were saying that like you still feel like you don't have any sense of self worth after that relationship. Yeah. Uh no, I do. I understand things that I'm good at, but I think I'm right now. I'm not happy. And I think when you're not happy, it's hard to give yourself self-worth because you're your only person that can make you happy. Why do you think it's hard to give yourself... Why do you think it's hard to build your self-worth when you're not happy? When it gets to you're not happy for long, for a, for an extended period of time. That extended period of time, I, I think, could be varying for other people, for each individual person. But for whatever an extended period of time is for you and you're not happy... And I think the moment like I looked, I I was driving home today and I was thinking about the date and I was like, it's December 3rd and I'm 26. And since eight years ago, maybe nine years ago, I've told myself once a week, that I should go do stand-up. And I never have. So I think... I realize that I'm my own worst enemy. So it's hard to give myself self-worth when I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt or I don't give myself the chance to try new things. That's... Yeah, that that's... Uh, and that's that's a... That's almost, like, tough to find, like, what's the root... What's, like, the root... Because, you know what I mean? It's almost like one could actually be causing... The uh, that I feel like those things are like a cyclical, oh yeah, thing, it's, and it's like what, you know what I mean. It, it, There's like it, it, probably it, it, a root to it somewhere. Somewhere it's it's the idea of being rejected. It's the idea of my first kiss 
was in the back of a car, drunk at 16. And I was in the car, and and in the front seat was a girl that liked me. Because uh, another girl from my class, it was her cousin, and she wanted to hang out with me. And it just so happened we went to the same party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then in the back, a different girl... I was talking to her and she just leaned in and kissed me and we started making out. And I got like I pulled back because I was so shameful that I was making out with her and like kissing her when this other girl wanted me and I owed nothing to this other girl. I didn't even know her. She wasn't in my t- she didn't live in my town. I I'll, I'll tell you off air whose friend it was, but it this person didn't even this cousin was this person didn't even live in my town. Yeah, they saw me at a party, and then this person came up to me and was like, "This girl likes you." And then I was getting a ride home, and a different girl in the back that I was attracted to kissed me, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then I pushed back, being like, "Oh, I can't do this." And that fucking. That weirds me out. In a similar situation Why happened. Why does that weird you out? Because to a similar situation happened when there was this girl that I was in class with uh, when I came home my senior year. And, and I was in class there a few other times. And she was gorgeous and just fucking super on my like uh, humor wavelength. I mean, we, we just clicked. And it was great. But I never had the, the gall to ask her out. And then uh, the last day of class happened. And I, we walked back to her dorms i walked her back to her dorm said goodbye and left and still didn't like make anything yeah and then that night she came to a party at my buddy's house before all the other uh girls uh all all the other underclassmen left and uh she tried to make out with me but the girl that i asked to go to senior ball with after i turned down the girl my then my ex-girlfriend who asked me to go to senior ball before she had sex with the, the guy in the beginning of the story that I was talking about. <laughs> so I asked this new girl if she wanted to go to senior ball with me earlier in that party because I knew she kind of had a crush on me, but like we weren't actually romantically involved. And so th- she goes out to her car and is giving me a ride home back to the dorms from my buddy's place. And this girl from class that I've been obsessed with for a long time, grabs me as I'm leaving, turns around and starts, like, swings me around and starts making out with me. And I turn to her and I go, I can't. I need to go. And she's like, why? And I was like, because I told this other girl that I'd go to senior ball with her. And she was like, What? And I left. And that's the shame that I've held. I felt responsible for other people's happiness for a very, very long time. And I think that goes back to even further than that. But it almost like a sense of like commitment. commitment like a sense of in, commitment in a way. Yeah. And, and, and I told and, this person, like, I can't, I can't, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Which now I think I actually go in a much further direction where, like, I don't tell anybody no. Now I just, like, agree to a bunch of things and then bail on a lot of things. Which is not a healthy way to go, but, you know. 
It's a uh, fuck, man. Going back and thinking about shit, how it all happened. And that probably probably stems from me trying to make my mom happy and taking care of in a situation where it wasn't great when I was growing up. It's like, yeah. That's exactly what we started fucking talking about here. God damn it. it I hate this. I hate going back I, into my life because it always ends up in the same thing. It was like, fuck, I didn't grow. I just kept these shitty habits. Well, no, well, no. Not, I mean, not, I mean that, <laughs> dude, that's everybody, dude. That's fucking everybody. That's what, it, that's what like, being an adult is, is, like, dealing with the shit that was just piled onto you when you were growing up. I know, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it's, uh, it's, you kind of wish, you know, when you look back and you're like, fuck, I wish I was a tougher kid, you know? Do you, so do you think it's, and I'm no psychologist, but do you think it's, like, uh, and, you know, forgive me for trying to psycho- Dude, ask it, go psychoanalyze ahead. you here. But yeah, psychoanalyze, but fuck, I don't give a do, shit. Do you think it's, uh, like, projecting, like, your mother's needs onto, like, these women that you have feelings for? And so you're saying, like, oh, yeah, I'll go to the senior ball with you. And now you're like, I, I, have, a, I have a commitment to this person. They need me. They're counting on me. I can't let them down. Yep. Yep. And I think a lot of it is never wanting to disappoint somebody. Never wanting to disappoint. So you never like rebelled against your, you never rebelled against your mom. Oh no, I, I, I did. But when I got to a certain point, it was all against my dad and a big up, I put it on. So like once I was able to like, you know, for a while, you're just a psychopath, you know, like for a while, I mean like, even like 11, 12, 13, I was kind of just like, like, I believe all young men are sociopaths, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you, women, when you're, you're too young to be absorbed, you're too young to think about other people. So you just (laughs) think about yourself, which fucking makes you just a maniac. Uh, but I think, yeah, I I I think a lot of it comes from not wanting to disappoint, not wanting to hurt, never wanting to hurt, never wanting to hurt. There was a lot of hurt. A lot of sacrifice was made in my family and not particularly me. My family is incredible. They're super in 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 so I think So you're saying that you feel like maybe you should have sacrificed more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's why then you want to sacrifice shit for other people now? Like you're saying like Yeah, without actually having to I like, still like, can sacrifice more for my family, but without having to sacrifice for my family, I sacrifice other people. Yeah, I think I, I think that's because like to to me to me one of the most uh, I felt like from from because uh, I I what just like this your your in the last episode your story just your, your your story of the whole relationship of the like beginning middle and end of that the one really telling thing I said this earlier in this was when you were saying like oh like we can work on that that's that's like that's so great i'm so glad that like you want to try to like get better like we can totally work on that you know what i mean and it's almost like that like mentality and like and i'm not saying well, that there's anything wrong with wanting to help the other person and like that <laughs> that that in a vacuum isn't like a weird thing to say or a ridiculous thing to do, but I think in the context of everything, you know, after I all have, that happened, 
I have always been very quick to want to solve other people's problems. And I'm sure a lot of people like this too. Yeah. But I've always been... Plenty of people. I will hyper-focus on other people's issues and want to solve their issues or figure out what makes them tick. I'd rather focus on anybody else other than me. Because when you focus on yourself, I think you put a bit of like... I put a bit of um, judging. You're focusing on yourself like... You're you're comparing again. It, it goes back to the comparing of of other people, and you go, "Where do I line up?" And I hate going, "Where do I line up?" Because I hate not being up to par. I hate, I hate the idea of being rejected what's, by yourself. What's, what's up to par though? Like, what's up to par in what way? Up like, to I'm par, not... up to par on societal standards. And that that is that is such a. Dude, that's so common and like it's it's just dude, of I course, feel like yeah. that's like the fucking that's that's the shit this, right there. Yeah, man. this is it's it's um it's uh, although my situation might be a little bit different than other people's situations, uh it all stems from that same thing of the self-worth of society and trying to fit into a mold of society. And like it's 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 like you said the idea of sex ed, sex ed needs to be taught where society fuck society you're gonna feel a way guess what there are people out there that want to have sex with dead people and instead of just being like well the fuck them and they should be terrible we should go okay how do we deal with them because some people have a thing in their head that goes okay i like it's hard to say something's not normal to weird like something's off but like if you were to like say like okay here's a fucking here's a mean of all the things that people do. Okay, we'll call the mean normal. And then we'll call the outside weird. The outside like periphery weird. And then we'll call it the, the, the way outside periphery. Like Just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's it just the idea of, of like judging yourself to it's, 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 it's crazy because you're, you're always going to be in your head on the out like the outside you're only thinking about you no matter what you can think about other people but you're thinking about it through your own fucking perspective it's just weird it's a it's a fucking weird thing how little things in your life like little things like that that first kiss or like that those things they they create this fucking snowball effect because every little thing you do, you're fucking learning. It's just you don't know how to drink out of a bottle until you fucking drink out of a bottle. Like you don't know these things until you're doing it, and now that's a fucking thing that you do. You're anytime you see a bottle, you go, "Oh, I can drink out of that." Oh, that's piss. Like uh, okay, now I don't drink out of any bottle. I drink. I can only drink out of some bottles. You're constantly learning. But if you're not actually knowing how to interpret what you learn, that's the crazy thing. You can learn a lot of things, but you can interpret them in the worst ways because you're only judging with yourself. Well, that's that's why like growing up in like an abusive home, things uh, or or just that that when certain things in your childhood create stress or trauma or whatever it is, um, it's like that's you're learning that this is what your reality is like. 
you're a young kid and this is all you know. This is what the world is like. A home who, you know what I mean? They don't give a fuck about me or whatever it is. Whatever, whatever the, whatever the, the environment that you are exposed to, it shapes what your thoughts of reality are. And that might, it might be, it might be in a positive way. Oh, this is what the world is like really nurturing and, and loving. Or there's like, the, there's like the other extreme of that. Oh, this is what the world is like, like people that just, that I am so great. You know what I mean? You have those people who are just elitist and they go around thinking that they're better than everybody yeah. because like their fucking parent, like their, their parents probably built them up to be. Well, but it's, here's even the crazier thing. You could be great parents. And you can do the exact same thing that another parent is doing, but you're teaching it to a child that doesn't have the same, like, everybody's head's different. Everybody's, if if your head is different than mine, and your hands are different than mine, and your fingerprints are different than mine, your balls are different than mine, your shoes are different, I mean, your feet are different than mine, then what? Am I to say that your fucking mind is not different than mine? So every single you can teach the same. You can be, you can be a you can be a parent to two children and really raise them. Okay, given circumstances here, circumstances there, but really try to bend the same person, the same good parent that you think is the best parenting, and your kids can turn out entirely different. Right, and that's that's why I personally think like that. Like, it's all about perception. Well, yeah, and I, but I think I think the best parent, like the best type of parenting, then is not like to. Uh, necessarily teach your children how to be, but teach them and like enable them to figure out who they are. Do you know what I mean? Like figure out who you are. So many people go around, like you were saying, dude, to trying to live up to these societal expectations of who they think they're supposed to be when they don't really know who they are. So they go around and people work shitty jobs that they hate. They get into relationships that are not healthy, that they don't actually want to be in because they think that this is who they're supposed to be. And they're not, and there aren't people that are teaching them or enabling them to figure out who they are and do like what well, yeah do you know what i mean it's the fucked up thing you, you go to any any and, and there's lots of people experience this you go to a family party so you have a girlfriend you go no and you go, oh oh why not fuck you oh you've been divorced twice you fucking cunt don't ask me that question <laughs> right. oh you got a fourth husband go fuck yourself yeah i hate that shit it's well, people project, but that, but that's because so they you have a girlfriend. Like, but that's fuck because you. that's because they grew up, and that that's usually like I know exactly what you mean. Family parties; those are also like older people who are like living by like other oh. standards. Of what, it's, it's, but that's because that, that that's literally because, just tapped like a like a really anger part of my body. It's <laughs> no, like doing yoga, exactly. and you're like, oh, you just hit the anger point. <laughs> <laughs> but that dude, that's the same. That's the that's that's the exact same situation. They grew up. Uh, thinking this is what's expected of me. This is what people are supposed to be like in society. So they go, and now they're projecting that onto you. It's the achievement of happiness. If people think that they can achieve happiness and be happy, I thought when I was when I was getting in that relationship that if I had a girlfriend that loved me and that cared about me and that I cared about and that we could share share pain and share happiness and share all of these different emotions and put it out there and just keep them like keep emo- like, uh, that's the fun of relationships is you can 
throw your your deepest darkest things out there to somebody and they go cool like that's the coolest thing about a relationship when you find someone like that um but i think and that's the scary part of getting into relationships is and the you fill your bucket too much you fill your proverbial bucket too and that's much. where it's hard to say like oh man i've already like this person accepts me for all of these things what if nobody else no one else will again the Coming early was my big thing. That was my fucking big thing. If I could ever get over that, if I could have got over that fucking emotional hump when I was younger, it would be fucking insane. But I couldn't. And the emotional problem was just with me. I've never been with a girl who's gone like, ah, you freak. You know? It's But in your head, because you go. Because we think. I go, I, go I, I look at myself and I go, you're a freak. And then they go, oh, it's okay. And I go, oh, she really. Dude, you know what I was thinking the other day? Like, I, I feel like as 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 hilarious at the time, it was we got so much enjoyment, our generation, from the movie American Pie. Right? Like, we got so much enjoyment. And that did bring a lot of joy to our generation. But I was wondering this the other day. Did it do more damage than good? In the sense that, like, the shame that Jason Biggs' character gets from coming early... On the webcam in front of the entire school, right? I related to that more like, fuck, man. Do you know what I'm saying, though? It, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, and I'm not saying just that movie in general, but that just like, that, no, that, that reflection that a mentality. Is the exact same fucking reason I have no clue how to be a fucking man. Because we grew up in that time where it was fucking... And that's why we are doing this podcast to fucking try to figure it out. Help because me. Because we have no idea. Help me become a man. How do I do it? Somebody teach me. My mom taught me the birds and the bees. And the way she did it, she sat me down. She goes, come over here. And she sat me down. And then she said, do you know what sex is? And I told her, yes. And then she goes, well, like... Like I'll like I'll tell you how to 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 do sex, and she opened a book, and the book was all it was this new age at the time, like book about how to <laughs> teach a child how to have sex, and what sex really is, but it was all animals, and so it was like, open it up, here's a chicken, and the mama chicken, and the papa chicken, and when they love each other, they have sex. And then the egg gets fertilized. And then you turn the page. And it was a fucking, like, raccoon. A raccoon was having sex. The chickens stayed in my head because I still don't understand how chickens have sex. Uh, like, that, that, <laughs> that cartoon has, that, like, that, the picture that I saw makes no sense to me. But it was, it was that. It, it was the most shameful process because my mom was ashamed to be reading me this. And I was like, I understand what sex is because, like, com- we didn't have the internet yet. But, like, we're on the press. Like, like, you understand. Like, I-, I didn't need to know about sex then. You know, I-, I didn't need to know about sex at that point. But, like, my mom must have, like, it was read just a, a book. Mistimed, it was a mistimed, it was a mistimed uh, sex thing. talk. Like, <laughs> yeah. Three years later. Yeah. 
we wouldn't even need a sex talk. I think mine was mistimed too, cause but I grew up in like the like a Catholic community. Like my family wasn't like super. My mom like went to church and stuff. My dad didn't go to church anymore. But like. Like, we are still going to church and I'm going to, like, Sunday school and shit, you know? So, it's like, my parents are giving me, like, I remember them giving me, you know, more than one sex talk. But at the same time, they were trying not to get too far into it. Because at the same time, like, there's this other community that we're kind of involved in. And they're telling you, like, masturbation is a fucking sin. Go fucking suck a dick. If you suck don't masturbate, dick. you will touch a child. Like yeah. you will touch a child if you don't masturbate <laughs> because your innocence because like I've come I've come to children to teenagers not children but like I'd say like thir- like 12 13 probably when I first started masturbating uh so I've I've come to 12 13 year olds 11 year olds probably uh like in your mind in your mind in my You're mind saying, right? yeah, yeah okay okay yeah I've I I've come to teenagers and now I come to adults, and I have no interest in that. But if I've never masturbated through my 11, 12, 13, <gasps> oh my, my God, 13, that's 14, a crazy 15, theory. Holy shit. And, and by the time I get to 20, 25, I'd fucking, yeah, I'd masturbate to the thought of my fucking, like, like, like I said, do I think about like my middle school crush? Yeah, I do. I go, oh man, like she was a really cool girl because in my head I built her up as something. But, do I masturbate to her? Not of the fucking chance. Oh my god, dude, that's such an interesting theory. Right? If it's... you don't masturbate when you're a kid to thoughts of like the other, other women kids. that are around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's your your age. It was all in the spectrum. You're gonna. I never masturbated. And you missed out. Oh, you know, Jesus. I never masturbated below. You know. Wow, I was. That's a theory, man. Yeah, I Holy think it really shit. is. I don't even. I'm like, I'm speechless. I'm like creeped out. Well, I think we should investigate more next time. Yeah, we will. Time we're out, bud. Whoa. Boy, that was a doozy, huh? That was a real good conversation. I'm sure it was action-packed because uh, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, so please let me know what this is about. Please write to us at uh, don'tknowwomen at gmail.com, on Twitter at don'tknowwomen. We're on iTunes. Please leave a review, a rating. Uh, yeah, so please tune in next time. I hope you come back. Please come back.